0: Yeah. Hi ya. Welcome to the Battle Science Podcast. I am so sorry for people that are listening with headphones.
1: They aren't Uh, listening
0: anymore. uh, That hurt for me because I got monitors on. Welcome to the Battle Science Podcast, the Pokemon Go PvP podcast where we talk about all the things about Pokemon Go and how they relate to Pokemon Go PVS Pokemon Go's PvP. I can put a couple more P's in there. Plausible. I am one of your hosts, Steven, aka a boy in the woods, joined as always by Jesse, aka Rocket Admin J. Hiya. Oh, a, a, a nice and polite hi hiya. <laughs> a cordial hi hiya to you too. Um, it is November of 2021. Can you believe we are? Let me just say the most cliche thing. Can you believe 2021 is almost over? Yes you know what the new month means a uh, new <laughs> new patrons uh you can go over to patreon.com slash battle science wow. and oh my god transition you can go over to patreon.com slash battle and back us at a dollar tier or more to get to the uh monthly battle science after dark aka BSAD sad podcast that we do every month uh october's is up we talk about stuff and things
1: to find out more, subscribe.
0: Yeah, go over to the, the patreon.com slash battle science. Um, for a dollar more, you can get the BSAD as well as the podcasts a few days before they go up to the public. Um, as well as other little bonus stuff that we are able to sprinkle in here and there. Um, uh, you can also back us $5 or more like The Wonderful People, uh, Winston the Champ, Evo Stevo, Jmar and the new freshly minted Battle Science Patreon producer <laughs> podcast <laughs> producer James. Thank you for all backing us at the $5 tier or more. Uh becoming Patreon producers for Battle Science. Um you two can get your name read out by backing us at $5 or more. Uh let's see, let's see, let's see. Um Battle Science stuff. Oh, let me quickly remind people if you are new to Pokemon Go PvP we have a couple of episodes of our podcast that go over the basics you can go to uh, the podcast feed and go to the episodes give me one second because they got to pull up which episodes they are here Um, is this in order published Uh, yes this is in fact in order They are August 27th and the September 6th episodes. Uh, Those are our two preseason primer episodes. If you're new to Pokemon Go PvP, those will give you a nice uh, base set of information um, to better understand what we're talking about here in this podcast. So go listen to those podcasts. It is a lot. We're going to try and refine it for next next season's preseason primer. I'm going to try and refine it for next preseason primer. But... If you want to know more about pokemon go pvp you can go watch or listen to those and then come back here and then listen to this podcast and you'll get a better understanding of what we're talking about um because you might hear us talk about cmp and AWAC and uh fast attacks and charge moves and not know what in the world is going on so go get some context um oh talking over to my freshly minted Sith Lord (laughs) (laughs) co-host. I think that works. Um,
1: Unlimited power. Begin the transition.
0: Wow. um, Yeah. Giddy up now. This is the news roundup. All right. uh, PSA. Niantic support. A couple of hours ago, On this fine Tuesday, well, it's evening now, but, you know, five hours ago, Niantic support on Twitter. Trainers, we will be performing server maintenance from November 3rd to November 6th, 2021.
1: So I didn't include that in the notes because it's not going to be relative by the time this goes up.
0: Mm. Well, maybe on Friday. (laughs) Well, whatever. You'll still be able to play Pokemon Go app, uh, but you may experience some disruptions. We apologize for any inconveniences this may cause. We'll post updates as maintenance begins and ends. Um,
1: also known as don't GBL during that time.
0: Yeah, you're, you'll <laughs> uh, expect uh, more GBL, a.k.a. go battle lag, than normal. So, um, I would
1: say that would be actually a great opportunity for another thing we're going to talk about here later with the rocket event coming up, that would be your days to go through your collection and clean house.
0: Not a bad option. Uh, did I? Do you have extra napkins?
1: Do I have extra napkins? Yeah. yeah.
0: Do you mind handing me a napkin? I forgot that I spilled a little bit of Sprite earlier. Yeah. GBL Lag City. That's not helpful. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Jesse threw napkins and they went everywhere.
0: <laughs> everywhere but where I asked them to go. Oh, I sorry. I called it the wrong thing. Uh, non-branded lemon-lime soda. <laughs> We're not sponsored.
1: Generic lemon-lime soda. I'll only
0: call it by its actual name until we get money from <laughs> Even if it's a, a single dollar, like... The, the taxable amount like I'd still have to we'd have to like pay out on taxes for every dollar but every time I say the the name brand we should get a dollar from them not that we have anywhere near enough listeners for it to matter Oh, dude the battle science people like drink a whole lot of soda x branded soda
1: body can handle more what you sounded like like fifteen minutes ago I don't think you needed sprite either or lemon flavored soda
0: uh it's non caffeinated it's just sugar.
1: Right, but you were like a geyser,
0: oh, the burp, yeah, yeah. happens with uh happens with carbonated uh, beverages, so what
1: they're saying is shake Steven for better results,
0: <laughs> <laughs> I guess,
1: put you on a spinny chair and spin you around a lot,
0: and become an an amateur operatic singer, <laughs> coming in November, festival of lights and more uh, this is a Pokemon go live uh blog post from october twenty second twenty twenty one November research breakthrough encounters are Vullaby. Uh This is um, remember this is a research spawn, so uh, re- minimum ten IVs. It, you're not gonna find a great league one here, no, um, unless you trade. But I think even then, is it's level too high? Yeah. The only reason you, the only way you'd find a quote unquote great league one is finding the hundo for Volabee oh, and yeah, maxing too. out Volabee, which
1: is very possible with the box.
0: So, I mean, look out for that. If you want to spend the XL candy on it.
1: I mean, there's been people that have been hatching the 12Ks for a while now. That's pretty gross, man. I mean, yeah. for anybody that's listening to us that's not a PvPer, this Pokemon is very, very valuable right now in PvP. As it both in Great League, as it's pre evolution, or its evolved form in either Great or Ultra League. Also, just because you don't get a good one doesn't mean you can't re-roll it with someone because I guarantee you everybody's getting this out of their box, so there's going to be your casual local players or Mm -hmm. even other competitive players that will be willing to trade it because we all know you can't get the good IVs outside of a hundo like Steven mentioned. So I think it's something you're still going to get regardless because you want the the end-of-the-week items Mm -hmm. and Stardust. Just keep it for trading. Mm -hmm. Or, you know, we have events coming up where you can trade it for more resources.
0: The Vol Baby. <clears throat> oh, uh, Eric is also letting us know in the chat here, the twitch.tv slash Science chat, you can join us for the live podcast recordings uh, every other Tuesday, uh, is letting us know that Eric is letting us know that the, this is the first time Vullaby can be Little Cup eligible, so it is a low enough, low enough rank that you can get a below 500, below 500 CP Volibee, so but I think the ideal. I mean, at this point, I, IVs g- kind of. I don't think IVs matter like near at all within uh, Little Cup these days. No, because there's some things that just anything. very rarely get behind below 500 yeah. CP anyway. So it's such um, a
1: low ceiling that
0: yeah, I, I you gotta the,
1: as long as it's not like above a thousand or two thousand rating, it's probably pretty good.
0: Yeah, I mean, even if it is above two thousand, it's something that's eligible. I think you know. Uh, little cup. so
1: Yeah, and it's one of those ones you can't use the excuse you don't have it because they're giving it to you in a box.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, week one, coin bundles. As previously, every Monday in November, a one-time purchase bundle containing a remote raid pass and other items will be available for in the shop for one Pokecoin. Uh, only acquisitionable if you have less than, what is it, five remote raid passes because you I can't have three. more. I wasn't able to buy last week's and I'm so far not able to buy this week's.
1: Just means you got to do a raid at least once. A
0: remote raid? Why? Well, no. Um, I mean, you use it or you lose it. I guess. Uh, I mean, you're right. I guess is the wrong response for that. Feature Pokemon in raids, five star raids. Until Friday, November fifth, the mythical Pokemon Darkrai with an asterisk. What is that for? Darkrai caught during this period. will know the attack sludge bomb, that's why. Uh Friday, November fifth to Tuesday, November sixteenth, Cobalion, Terrakion, and Verizion. The Swords of <laughs> Justice. Uh Jesse sleeps. Um this new <laughs> What is what's the move? Uh Rest. Uh this news used uh used yawn. It's super effective. Jesse fell asleep. Um, (laughs) And then Tuesday, November 16th to Wednesday, December 1st, Cresselia will be in five-star raids. Um, And Cobalion, Terrakion, and Virizion caught in November will have the attack Sacred Swords. It's a body slam clone, but it's fighting. Uh, Generally, that would mean really good things, but Cobalion, Terrakion, and Virizion are also just bad. So, yeah. What are you going to do? <coughs> Mega raids. I am from... excited for
1: the Cresselia, though.
0: Yeah, I mean, Cresselia's going to be back. It won't be back with Grass Knot, though. Nope. You'll have to Elite TM that. Until Friday, November 5th, uh, Mega Absol will be in Mega Raids. Friday, November 5th to Tuesday, November 16th, Mega Manectric will be in Raids. we will be gracing us with our with its presence once more. And Tuesday, November 16th to Wednesday, December 1st, Mega Lopunny will return to Mega Raids as well.
1: So a long time uh, for Mega Lopunny.
0: It's two weeks. Is it? Okay. Yeah, it's about two weeks, so...
1: But so Minetric isn't gonna, because normally the hype, the theory we've had is the the Mega helps beat the Legendary.
0: In this case, that is incorrect because Mega Minetric. I think Mega Minetric is in here because of a certain event happening, and no. then Mega Lopunny. Yeah. Actually, Mega Minetric and Mega Lopunny are in here because. No, actually, I take that back. Um, Mega Manetric is in because of the Festival of the Lights event. Right. Mega Lop Bunny is in uh, Five Star Raids because of the Diamond and Pearl remakes coming out. That makes sense. Yeah. Rather than to beat the Five Star Raid boss, it's in here because... It's an event. ...other events corresponding. Um, and that makes
1: sense with Absol, too, because it was we, j- we just got through with Halloween.
0: Because, yeah, Cresselia would absolutely body Mega Lop Bunny. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's... Lopsided, um, and then Cabalian, <laughs> Uh Cobalion, Terakian, and Verizion. Like Mega doesn't help there.
1: His hair doesn't hurt enough. And
0: in 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 any of those scenarios, it does not help.
1: He went Super Saiyan.
0: It, it, it yeah. Mega is a Super Saiyan quadruped. Uh, raid hours, of course, every Wednesday from six to seven p.m. local times.
1: For the respective windows of
0: yep. what those are. November 3rd, November 10th, and November. Or November 3rd, November. Yeah, November 10th, and then November 17th and 24th. Uh, for the, the Swords of Justice,
1: yes. is it going to be all three at once?
0: Yes. Ooh, Have fun. fun. Yeah, the least fun. I imagine. Is this the first time they're coming out with the Sacred Sword? No. Okay. Well,
1: maybe on two of them. I know Caballion had it.
0: I know, yeah, I know Caballion had it before as well, so.
1: It might be the first time for Terrakion and Verizion, mm-hmm. which still doesn't make either of them very relevant.
0: Yeah, within PvP, uh, Eric is reminding us Terrakion is a good rock raid uh, Yeah, for sure. Terrakion rock is a good attacker.
1: rock, rock pve mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, it might be worth grinding XLs. I mean, yeah, I mean, there's... Because
1: <sighs> it's rock fighting, If you want so to spend a really the... unique type.
0: Yeah, if you want to invest in the raid passes to grind that. That's It's true.
1: That's a unique typing because it beats flying with the rock type. Uh Uh-huh. It beats steel with the fighting. Uh Uh-huh. It's still very weak to water, grass. Yes. uh, Psychic. Uh Uh-huh. So it's still got, it's not the best. (laughs) Very. Yeah. (laughs) But it's not an agron.
0: Is it better than agron? It is a legendary. You would hope that the stats are better. I mean,
1: pre-mega, yes. Mm-hmm. Post-Mega, what was it? We found out that Agron goes pure steel.
0: Yes, we did learn that Agron goes pure steel. I don't remember where or when. Pokemon Spotlight Hour is in the month of November. Pokemon Spotlight Hour will take place every Tuesday from 6 p.m. to 7 p.m. local time, and each will spotlight a different Pokemon and a special bonus. Uh, how do I say that this is unimpressive? Wait, I just did. Uh, today, November 2nd, is Cacnea with two times Catch Candy, uh, a.k.a. Melt- Meltan Spotlight Hour um uh november 9th chinchow with two times transfer candy aka clear out your box um november 16th uh turtwig two times catch stardust which means if you have research rewards banked uh catch them then Um, or wait till a three times catch stardust because that sometimes happens um chimchar On November 25th, two times catch XP. Uh, I believe we'll all sleep through that one, no issue. Um, And then November 30th, Piplup, two times catch candy.
1: What was the gym char bonus?
0: Two times catch XP. Okay. Uh, Yeah. I mean, I guess, but you'll transfer all those gym chars immediately after. So So.
1: the first two uh, make sense because they're event-themed. Cacnea is the Dios de los Muertos that we have go- going on currently.
0: You pronounce that differently every time you say it, I believe. Do I? I think so.
1: Dios, Dios, or Dios?
0: Let me pull up the. Uh,
1: I could have sworn it was Diaz.
0: Dia de, dia de, dia de Muertos. Dia, d- <laughs> dia de Muertos.
1: As you can tell, I'm not a Spanish native.
0: Uh, I mean, neither am I.
1: But so I think that's what Cacnea is around for for today. Uh, Festival Lights, the other upcoming event, will be for Chin Chow. Mm-hmm. And then the other three, the starters for Sinnoh. Uh, Sinnoh, obviously, for the Brilliant Diamond Shining Pearl yep. release coming up here in, in, within the month. Mm-hmm. Um, Are any of those any good? Not
0: really. Not really. I mean, Chin Chow. Uh, oh, lantern- Chin Chow, I would definitely Lan- be excited Lan- for. Lanterns, incredibly prevalent. Um,
1: it seems anytime it's allowed, it always makes a scene. Uh-huh. I have um, never seen a cup where it's allowed and it didn't perform well as far as sylph theme cups. In GBL, it's kind of a niche pick because Nidoqueen exists, and it is something that does take a minute to get up to its charge attacks. Um, Empoleon is still a very relevant Pokemon in Ultra League. It is also not the worst as a rocket Pokemon. But again, all those Sinnoh starters do need their community move to be preferably usable.
0: Mm-hmm. Um i d I'd have to like really dive deep. Uh I don't think there's really anything that would make Infernape any better than it is now. Um and it's not good now. Uh that was um,
1: uh someone said that on our community question.
0: I we'll get to that. Yeah. Um uh Torterra? Yes um torterra it needs bullet seed it needs bullet seed there's there's some tweaking that can happen that would make torterra play a little bit better um it's
1: just it's typing kind of sucks
0: it's typing kind of sucks but like there's going to be a meta for it um yeah but it's move where... it's moveset is like half there yeah it's movesets like half there um and it does have bulk it's just that like the dominance that
1: shared four times weakness to ice really sucks.
0: Yeah, the the dominance of like it's neutral to water. Yeah, um, neutral
1: to water, neutral to other grass. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, that there's uh,
1: weak to flying. Yeah, they
0: it it moveset just needs to be a bit better before it can. I mean, I think I, I mentioned
1: outside of the discussion here that it's the equivalent to Rhydon, Rhyperior and Golem and Graveler from Kanto. Mm-hmm. They all are the ground rock types and in Gen 1 that offered some really unique coverage, but everybody had an elemental
0: on their team. so. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Napoleon has had some good looks. Um, I think the... Biggest thing is, I think metal. It's what metal claw and waterfall, waterfall, or it's two fast moves. Yep. Um. So if it either got another fast move, or if metal claw got adjusted, um, we might be seeing a really good, yeah, drill really good pick option. really so, helps it. Yep. Yeah. Uh, and then November Community Day. This was sort of con. I mean, it was basically confirmed during the uh, dev diary. The dev diary. As like, oh, the an electric type native to the Sinnoh region. Oh hey, by the way, there's no electric other electric type that's native to the Sinnoh region within the Sinnoh decks.
1: What about uh Tynamo?
0: No, Tynamo is the next uh is it the next gen? Yeah, Tynamo is an X and Y. Um I looked. They he, Rotom. We're not getting a Rotom community <laughs> day. That's not how that's gonna work. <laughs> I can guarantee it. Um That's not how that's going to work. I guarantee it. (laughs) Um, The November Community Day is Shinx. It's on Sunday, November 21st from 11 a.m. to 5 p.m. local time. Um, Shinx will be appearing more frequently in the wild, a.k.a. this is the first time Shinx will ever appear in the wild outside of hatching from eggs and in raids. Um, So this is... It
1: wasn't a go-fest.
0: Uh
1: questions for later
0: it wasn't in this last year's go fest no uh maybe in a previous go fest or uh, in a previous safari zone maybe. to my knowledge this is the first time it's ever spawning in the wild okay um do please do somebody correct me if i'm wrong um or yell at me uh yell into your your phone or computer as you're listening to this and be like steven you're wrong you're wrong wrong i have one caught in the shot caught in the wild um, evolve Luxio, Shinx evolution during the event, or up to two hours after, to get a Luxray that knows the Charge Attack, Psychic Fangs. Um, I didn't even know that this move existed in the game until this announcement. Um, Psychic Fangs, the stats haven't come out. I imagine those are probably going to come out like tomorrow because uh, most announcements happen Which, uh... the day after we record a podcast. Um, yeah, true. But uh, Psychic Fang, supposedly we're looking at a Poison Fang clone. Um, uh, So
1: a mid-range charge move with a debuff.
0: Yes, Um, which is good um, for Luxray, even though it doesn't really benefit a whole lot from it. Um, But the prospect of a new psychic type move does uh, raise some additional questions. We'll get there in a moment. Um, The benefit from Shinx's community day is a quarter (laughs) hatch distance when eggs are placed in an incubator during the event period. Um, Jesse needs that very desperately. I've got a lot of 10Ks. Problem is, I'm working. Yay. I had Sundays off for so long, and now the holidays are here. Uh let's see. Um, of course, lure modules activated during the event will last for three hours. Incense activated during the event will last for three hours. Um, and take a few snapshots during community day for a surprise. The surprise is it's Shanks. Um Photobomb Shanks. Yeah. Uh to celebrate the last community day event of the year before the annual Big December Community Day event. Two additional bonuses will be available during November Community Day, three times transfer candy, and four times chance of earning candy XL when transferring Pokemon. Oh Yeah, that's the one. I didn't know that. I guess I'm waiting to transfer things until November 21st. Uh, I will set a uh, reminder. Um, (sighs) Event bundles, et cetera. Community Day Special Research Story, Flash, Bark, and Gleam. A dollar. Get stuffs. You know, the usual. Um I wanted to pull up Psychic Fang because Psychic Fang or Psychic Fangs, um, I'm gonna probably pronounce it Psycho Fangs <laughs> psycho. on accident a couple of times. So um uh let's see. In the main series of games. In the main series of games, its effect is the user bites through uh, the target with its psychic capabilities. This can also destroy light screen and reflect. Um, this move will uh, remove any reflect light screen Aurora veil or uh, something else that is in play on the opponent's team Um,
1: it's it's like a brick break
0: yes Um, it is a physical type move the Pokemon that can learn it uh, up to the most current gen so sword and shield by technical record Uh, Growlithe family uh, aerodactyl mew espion steelix mawile i mean i get faster here uh, electric manectric caravana sharpedo Shinx, luxio luxray lillipup herdier stoutland swoobat, Basculin, tyrant tyrantrum Lycanrock rock solgaleo necrozoma Greedent, boltound bolt
1: Ew, greed in with that could be
0: gross. Yeah, I imagine it's not gonna get it, but we'll find out. Uh Aracuda, Berescuta, Morpico, Dracovish, Arctovish, uh, Dracloak, Dragapult, Zacian, and Zamazenta. Uh let's see here. The biggest winners that could potentially get it, I would say Zacian, even though I mean, it will have some play in the higher leagues uh, within Great League where I think it would maybe be the biggest winner. Um, It would help it out the most. Um, But being a fairy type with poisons being uh, as prevalent as they are currently, uh, a Zacian with a psychic type. Did
1: you ever think you would be saying that? What? As relevant as poison types are. Like, I think it was a year ago now. We were just...
0: I poison so, types needed a rework and they have a rework now. They got it, now they're yeah. everywhere. I mean I'm uh, by they we mean uh Nidoqueen and Nidoqueen alone. Well Golbat. Uh, Golbat was already relevant. Mm. It got better, but um like poison almost types, all I see Nidoqueen? are Nidoqueen, and then I see some area dose, which I appreciate. Um Ariados wasn't relevant before and now it is and that's you love to see it.
1: Well, Poison Stings rework combined with it got the cross poison buff. Yep. And it also has lunge.
0: Yep. Yeah, dose wasn't relevant at all before and now it is. <laughs> they flipped um, a switch and went, ah, spooters. Yep. No, that's I appreciate that. Uh make more Pokemon relevant. Um uh, let's see. The other big winner here, go away ads. Uh <laughs> Luxray, I don't think really is a, a winner for having it. It allows for a bit more spam, but...
1: We needed to give it a community move. What can we give it here? Just slap just this one.
0: have this. Um,
1: Not as bad as Dusk which sh- or Dusk Noir or Shadow Ball.
0: These three here, Espion, Steelix, and Mawile, are three that getting... Psychic fangs is beneficial for Espeon with a bit more spam. If we um, get a,
1: that uh, if we get a poison fang clone on Espeon, mm-hmm. those confusions will start to add up really quick.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see Steelix as something that can help beat out the fighting. Um, also if you load it up with crunch and Psychic fangs, you then have potential, potential like debuffs, just debuffs going all over right, the
1: place. Right, but the crunch is a percent where the psychic fangs, if assumingly it's a clone, exactly, it's going to be 100%. Um,
0: and then Mawile, um, for just a it's so weird type combo, uh, or or uh, move for Mawile, combos.
1: that's really good because it's relying on its fang fast type moves, and that just helps it burn through things faster. Mm-hmm.
0: Um Arcanine can also get psychic fangs. Um I don't think Arcanine really benefits a whole lot from it. Um, I think you are. my my biggest thing is Arcanine needs to just be a better fire type Pokemon. Um It's it,
1: not it's a fire type that's not using Fire type. Moves. Yeah,
0: it's Snarl, Wild Charge, Flamethrower. Uh and Flamethrower realistically, like I think Flamethrower's energy requirement could go down a little bit and that would definitely help. Right. But um, they, all
1: three of those Thunderbolt, Ice Beam, and Flamethrower are the Same damage and energy requirement.
0: Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, they've... I don't know. I just feel like... There are those moves
1: that are staples throughout every generation, and I feel like if Pokemon Go touches them in any way, they have to make them more balanced with one another. I think right now where they're putting them is they're just there. And I'm thinking, if they were going, like I mentioned, if they were going to make adjustments, it's got to be balanced for all three of them. Because they're all such staple moves.
0: I don't think so. I don't think they all have to be adjusted. Because like flamethrower just like isn't. It's only used when it's so. Needed. When I say ice beam, like,
1: what are the top three Pokemon you think that use it?
0: Uh, Azu, Mantine, and there was one other. I mean, Jellicent has it, but it's not always used on Jellicent.
1: What do all three of those Pokemon have?
0: Uh, higher generating fast moves and higher energy. Uh, bulk. That's why. So yeah, flamethrower. Because like,
1: things with flamethrower don't have the option for the bulk. The only thing that really comes to mind is Skunk Tank.
0: Yeah, that's true. Uh yeah, I think just Arcanine just needs to be a better fire type Pokemon. Um uh, I mean we looked at the
1: beginning of the show to see if it could get something like Flame Charge or uh what was the other one?
0: Incinerate. But it doesn't. Nope. Neither. The, this is supposed, this is, in my mind, the uh, inclusion of psychic fang into the game then leads us to the potential psychic type readjustment. A potential psychic type readjustment. So each move, we, I don't, does the the whole community or is it just us that calls them reworks, move reworks, or type reworks? Um the last uh, large adjustment we got within the PVP meta um, was the poison types. So the the type before that was grass, I believe.
1: That sounds right. Like as a major update. As a
0: major update. It was either grass or it was bug.
1: I think bug was before grass.
0: So usually, I mean, it's kind of a pattern of getting a type after a move. Uh, the move rework that happens the next move rework is something that's super effective against it. So.
1: Grass beat bug, bug beat, poison beat
0: bug? It doesn't. It's not super effective? No. So.
1: I mean, you also did see fire rework a little bit. They brought in incinerate.
0: I guess. I mean. Uh, <sighs> I don't yeah. know really how uh, that's much of a pattern there is. Um, uh, fingers crossed we get a Psychic-type rework because Zen Headbutt could use some work, um, like a lot of work. Like, please, please, Zen Headbutt is absolutely atrocious. Um, Zen Headbutt could use a rework. More Pokemon could get Psychic Fang. We could be seeing a couple more adjustments within the Psychic-type moveset. Um, but if Psychic Fang gets into the game, then we could see other Pokemon with it, and that's why we're looking at this here.
1: And so. there's quite a few things that would get Psychic Fang, but I think using Luxray as a guinea pig is a great way for them to test it out.
0: Yeah. Even though Luxray, I don't think like it's going to be out, but it's going to be like...
1: Right. At least they're not throwing it on something that would make it incredibly relevant, like Steelix or... But
0: this almost makes it incredibly irrelevant. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to remember what the community was where it was like you're only pre- uh Duskull. you're only playing this for the ex the the, the, the bonus the bonus Stardust. Like a Shadow Ball du- Dustclops is not gonna like come into PvP. I mean, unless people are like, I'm gonna try this in PvP and then realize, oh, this isn't good. Or
1: it'll depend you know. on how people run it because if they run it with Snarl, Psychic Fangs, Wild Charge, mm-hmm. and you get that perfect if you get that debuff. And then they have to either resort to second shielding in the lead matchup or you just obliterate them with wild charge. It makes it more bait dependent. But yeah, Shinx community. Day.
0: Yep. there are a couple of other events coming up in November. Uh, the Dia de Muertos event is almost over. We have an hour left as of me talking about it now. Um, it was a November 1st to November 2nd, uh, Dia de Muertos, uh, a handful of bonus spawns, uh, etc. So um, hopefully you got a couple of good uh, Sableye, uh, or at least we're getting more candy for Sableye. And I'm trying to think of what else was relevant. Um,
1: Non-Raid IV Marowak?
0: Yes, non-Raid IV Marowak. Uh
1: AWAC, to be specific. A A rack, yep. You also had some hound spawning, some Rosa Ro- Roselia's, uh, Sun Kern, which jokingly mm-hmm. we were talking about last night. It's like, what if that was relevant?
0: It's not. That is something that is not in our notes here. Um, I guess I mean. I would have passed it up cuz we neither of us have tickets for it. Let me pull up the article for. Yeah, it. we haven't talked um,
1: about the same, I I I didn't put it in the notes because we haven't talked about the events because we haven't been participating in them,
0: which doesn't mean we shouldn't talk about them.
1: Well, Stephen, you need to clarify cuz the last two times I asked you about those, that's the answer you gave me. Was it? Yes.
0: For well, I mean, for the people that are I don't think that's what I would have said.
1: Yes, because it was for the one that was in Europe and the one that was in Philly. I asked you both times if you wanted to cover it, and you said, we're not going, so it doesn't matter.
0: I don't think that's exactly what I said. Mm. Anyway. We should at least reference the... um, What's it called?
1: The Safari Zone events? The
0: relevant spawns. Okay. Um... Yeah, I don't think I would have referenced it like that. Maybe was it because we already covered it in the past?
1: I don't think so.
0: I don't know. Uh, Eric, can you grab a... I'm trying to look for the link for the St. Louis Savari Zone. And I don't see anything off the blog post just yet. Do you have if you have a link for something, go ahead and send it to me and I'll pull it up here. Um but to, we're gonna go over to the festival of lights. Uh dead did did dine did, did, uh a little six inch mouse Pokemon uh makes a an illuminating debut during debut during the Festival of Lights. But with light comes shadow. Festival of Lights, November 5th through November 14th. Trainers, the time has come for light to overcome the dark with the much anticipated debut of Didene, the Antenna Pokemon. This electric and fairy type Pokemon originally found in Kalos region will help illuminate your Pokedex as electric type Pokemon begin to appear more frequently in the wild. As trainers may be familiar with The Festival of Lights is a time to rediscover and strengthen bonds with all those around you. Uh, Festival of Lights from Friday, November 5th at 10 a.m. to Sunday, November 14th at 8 p.m. Local time, unless otherwise noted. Event bonuses. Happiness, friendships, and heartfelt gifts add joy to any celebration. Amid all the happiness and glee of the Festival of Lights, strengthen friendships and spread joy Spread the joy of giving in Pokemon Go. Friendship levels will increase twice as fast. Gifts will provide increased rewards. You'll be able to open up up to 45 gifts per day.
1: That excites me.
0: I don't open gifts. I know. I do. Very often. Sometimes I do. The Season of Mischief story continues. Continue uh, Continue to follow the Season of Mischief. Storyline focused on the mythical Pokemon Hoopa. If you complete the season's special research story, you'll gain access to a special event at the end of the season that might have something to do with Hoopa. I hope it has something to do with Hoopa. Can you imagine <laughs> if they're like, it's uh Shaman! Shaman! Surprise. I that would be weird. Can you form a better bond with Hoopa and help Professor Willow explore its past? More awaits. Uh, more awaits as you learn about the mischievous Hoopa. Fireworks. The Festival of Lights deserves a grand display, so you'll be able to enjoy fireworks in Pokemon Go during the first few days of the event as trainers around the world celebrate the Festival of Diwali. I'm going to sneeze.
1: Excuse you. One more? Nope.
0: Pokemon Day Did an A. Makes its debut in Pokemon Go. Originally discovered in the Kalos region, the Dene will debut in Pokemon Go during the Festival of Lights. The electric and fairy type will no doubt be a cute addition to your Pokedex. Um,
1: As of right now, we still don't know what moves it'll have.
0: We know nothing. Um, It is slightly chunky, so... Who knows, maybe it's okay? Wild encounters. Trainers light the way for one another. Certain Pokemon will appear in the wild to help following Pokemon will be appearing more frequently in the wild. Pikachu, Magnemite, Slugma, Whismer, Electrike, Blitzel, Cottonee, Dynamo, Fennekin, and Dedene. If you're lucky, you might encounter the following. Darumaka and Litwick. Um, No new shinies here. Field research task encounters. The following Pokemon will be available to encounter when you complete field research tasks. Vulpix, Magnemite, Electabuzz, Magmar, Electrike, Blitzel, Darumaka, and Litleo.
1: So there's your... Uh...
0: If you're lucky, you might encounter the following: diddene. Vulpix is in field research task encounters, and hopefully, is not exclusively in field research task encounters. I am shaking my head. I do still need to catch Electabuzz and Magmar from last year's. That's what I was going to mention.
1: There's some people that didn't finish it because they didn't. They weren't able to find Electabuzz and Magmar because. We were just flooded with. Sp- I mean, it was they were on hourly timers.
0: Yeah, or you, yeah, you just had, so I happened to miss it. Yeah, like me. I think I had to work. Or so something.
1: that'll be helpful for those people. So once those research come out and self puts out what they're behind, I would suggest catching or getting those Hunting. researches as you can.
0: Yeah. Um. Yes.
1: I imagine it'll be something. If it's Electabuzz and Magmar, hold catch.
0: On electro types and catch fire types
1: no i feel like those would be one gbl
0: really you
1: they're the mid-tier kind of powerhouse uh, evos think like uh <clears throat> i want to say it was Hitmonchan and him on lee were in the same type of boat for a while where it was win a gbl match and that was the reward
0: i need 15 magmar and i need 13 electabuzz for my research
1: oof yeah,
0: they haven't spawned in the wild. Just like Vulpix. Just like Vulpix. Hasn't spawned in the wild. That nest that we have is absolutely trash. I caught two while I was there for like 40 minutes eating lunch.
1: I'm like sorry. What do you want me to tell you? Uh, I, I hope
0: Vulpix <laughs> nests at a better nest. Um,
1: uh, not like we would know people don't report it. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, it's eligible for shiny, and I don't have the shiny, and I don't have the hundo, and it's my favorite Pokemon. Let uh, me just complain a little bit, sorry. Uh, <laughs> let me just vent. Uh, raids, one-star raids. Charmander, Vulpix, Chinchow, Litwick, and Dedene.
1: There you go, Steven. One-star Vulpix raids.
0: Uh, Three-star raids. Lulon, Ratshu, Buzz, Magmar, Belossum.
1: That's interesting. I don't think Belossum's been a raid boss before.
0: I couldn't tell you. Five star raids. And that's Co- an
1: item Evo too.
0: Yes. If you don't want to use a sunstone, you can get it from a raid. That's
1: <clears throat> I'm being serious, I think that's unique. that's a unique raid.
0: All I can do is shrug. I oh, know. Yeah. Um I I don't know. Five star raids, Cobalion, Tracheon, Verizion, and Mega Raids, Mega Manetric Eggs.
1: Things like Kingdra Steelix and Sizor have never been raids, have they?
0: Kingdra, Steelix, Sizor. I feel like Sizor has.
1: <coughs> Was Sizor raids think... or Rocket?
0: I don't think Steelix has. Uh, Sizor has not been in Rockets. Yeah, it has. Sizor?
1: I know. I'm thinking Cyther.
0: Scyther Scizor has. Sizor has not. Okay. Um, I know Onyx has been in raids, and I know. I don't think I've seen. It wouldn't surprise me if horsey has been in raids. Uh, it's also in Shadows. But Kingdra, I don't think it has either. Okay. Uh, let's see. 7K eggs, most commonly. You can get Alolan Geodude, Chinchou, and Pichu. Uh, Medium tier rarity, you can get Vulpix. The... No, let me rephrase that. Is this by... Oh, one egg being most common, and five eggs being the most rare. Why is it like this? So three egg rarity magby and elikid and <laughs> because the they most, don't
1: want to put out percentages
0: the most rare is budu
1: again uh, another event where 7k is just
0: don't suck. yeah don't matter um cool uh a celebration in india india only trainers in india can enjoy a brighter evening on sunday november 7th from 4 p.m. to 7 p.m. local time. Blitzel and Dedenne will be appearing more frequently in the wild with two times catch candy. Uh, new avatar items and stickers. Yeah, this shirt actually looks pretty sick. Um, Visit the shop during the event for a free Festival of Life t-shirt inspired by the celebrations in India. You'll also be able to light up your avatar with Dedenne-inspired avatar items. A backpack pouch thing. That's pretty adorable. That's
1: uh, uh, a- akin to the anime.
0: A beanie Dedenne head beanie uh, and dedene uh, tongued shoes. It's a dedene head on the tongue of the high tops, which is goofy but also pretty adorable so and then dedene stickers, nothing but dedene stickers. <laughs> I hope you like dedene. It's all of the stickers um, with light comes shadow. It seems Festival Lights event and Professor Willow's research into Hoopa might have caught Team Go Rocket's attention. Reports indicate that Team Go Rocket plans to strike on Tuesday, November 9th, uh, 2021. Stay tuned, trainers. <clears throat> more info to come, but you can use a charge TM to help Shadow Pokemon forget the charge attack frustration. Team Go Rocket members will be appearing significantly more frequently at Pokestops and in balloons. Um, so all we know is Tuesday, November 9th, we'll have a period of time where we can charge TM away frustration, which is the first time we've had that in five months. Yep. A while. And then team go rocket members will appear more free, significantly more frequently in Pokestops and in balloons. Um, all it says is Tuesday. We might be. <clears throat> it's interesting that the with light comes shadow. It's November 9th dash question marks. So that might continue for another few days.
1: Uh, a couple we'll things to, to take it. away from this. And, again, this this particular announcement was just, what, yesterday or?
0: Just yesterday. This okay. is November 1st.
1: So two things from the rocket. One, save the date, November 9th. Get your stuff uh, tagged if it's something you want to keep and tran- uh, TM frustration away off of. And then, two, they had, didn't state if we'd be getting new stuff added to pools. We haven't seen the leaders change their Pokemon for a while, so this might be a new one. So if you are holding on to a radar and you do want to catch maybe one more Sneasel or something else that one of the leaders might have featured, either use it now because once those rockets start coming more frequently, you're going to get more rocket pieces anyway. But I imagine there might be a new event tied in with that because, Mm -hmm. like you said, it's November 9th dash question mark. It could
0: be till the end of the event on November 14th, but we don't
1: know. So, take that with a grain of salt if you want to use the radar you have or hold on to it in hopes that they get something better.
0: Mm, I'm looking for, here we go, Pokemon Go Safari events. We're looking at St. Louis. Here we go. Uh, it's going to redirect me to the blog and it redirects me directly back to the <sighs> redirects me back to the same article. Cool. Um, yeah. Do we have, uh, Eric or anyone else? Oh, wait, I have a DM from Eric. There it is. Official spawn pool. Oh, Sarah B has the deets. Thank you, Sara I appreciate Serebii a lot. Um, all right, before we get into the metal analysis, let's jump into a little bit of details from the Safari Zone St. Louis. Um, from March 27th to the 29th, uh, physical location in St. Louis, Missouri. If you have tickets, you can remotely access the spawns from anywhere in the world. Um, do, 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 do. If you haven't purchased a ticket already, you are unable to purchase a ticket at this point. Um, much to our own chagrin. Uh, Increase spawns for the event are Bulbasaur, Pikachu, Jigglypuff, Oddish, Mankey, Machop, Unknowns, uh, ST, actually St. Louis, basically, or St. Louis. Actually, it's the full St. Louis. It's just S pulls double duty here Um, for those of you that uh, play uh, Wheel of Fortune. Is it Wheel of Fortune? Where you spell the things? Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> uh, Teddy Ursa, Roselia Trapinch Turtwig Chatot Snivy Throw Carablast Fungus Fairy Seed and Shellmit. Uh, it is not new for this event, but Tidiersa and Ursa Ring in their green shiny forms—the only shiny forms they have—but it is very green. <laughs> um, like I cannot understate how green this is. Um, I guess that would have been announced or would have been released for this event when it initially would have launched before the pandemic, or partway into the pandemic at that. Per- this particular instance, um, no, March twenty seventh through March twenty ninth, twenty twenty. So that was I read the wrong dates. Um, the makeup dates are November twelfth, thirteenth, and fourteenth. Um, so, yeah, this has got delayed because of the pandemic. Let me go to special research. Uh, read it if you want. I won't spoil it, but it's two pages, and it's some sick items. Um, let's see. Uh, Chatot has some viability, but it's primarily an acquisition for um, a regional. So if you don't have a Chatot already... Um, I think your biggest winner here for Wild Spawns, at least in my experience, is going to be Fariseed. Um Ferrisseed,
1: Mankey, and Carablast.
0: Yes. Um, Carablast will evolve into the Escavalier. Um, Ferrisseed into Ferrathorn. Um, and Mankey into Primeape. Uh, Machop will have some play here. A handful of these, actually, quite a lot of these wall, are actually so coming pretty.
1: back this December, assuming that it's a community
0: rerun. True. Um, I I can't imagine it's anything different. So Bulbasaur, uh, most of these are most if not all. What's the, uh, realistic? I'm gonna la- name the things that aren't really PvP relevant. Unknown. Uh, Ursharing has some play, so catch some Teddy Ursa. Um, and Chatot's not super relevant. Uh, Fungus, and Shelmet. Those are the things that aren't super relevant. Um, I mean, who knows what's the... Shelmet's evolution? Excelgor. Excelgor. It's a speed-based Pokemon in the main series games, which means its stats are very underwhelming. Um, I'm so whelmed. So incredibly whelmed. Um, So, who knows? Maybe it gets some whack moves and becomes like a... spicy spicy uh, meatball. It but
1: dies in three incinerates.
0: Exactly. Currently. Um, yes. As far as in St. Louis, if you have a ticket, sick. If you don't have a ticket, join the club. Jesse's tired. He's a sleepy boy.
1: Shh. We can't be too loud. All Jesse's right. Jesse's a sleepy boy. Do I get to cover this one?
0: Uh, give me one second. Welcome to the meta-analysis. It's time. Are you ready to rumble? I hope I don't get sued for that. (laughs) Uh.
1: Welcome to November. Welcome to the Silph Arena Brawler Cup. What is the Brawler Cup besides being probably one of the most hype AF looking formats? Well... It is a new challenge beginning now, on November 1st, and with the new challenge, a new chance to prove your skills and increase your global rank in your playing ranking. The Brawler Cup follows the same basic rules as all Self Arena Global Cups, but this month it comes with a special twist. Here's what you need to know. Brawler Cup, what is it? Each well, month the Self Arena holds a month-long themed PvP tournament yep. that provides ten thousands of trainers around the world with specifically designed competitive. Again, I am reading this verbatim from okay. the Self Arena website announcement of mm-hmm. Brawler Cup. Here's the TLDR. If you want to check out the whole article yourself, it's there for you to check out. This is a whitelist format. For those that don't understand what that means. There are certain Pokemon you can use, and that's it. If you don't see the Pokemon on the whitelist, guess what? You can't use it. This is a direct, not necessarily a direct copy of Prismatic Cup from last season, where the format was pick a color, six different colors, and that's your team. This one is focused on different weight classes. There are six different weight class categories, and each one has different Pokemon within them. For the Brawler Cup rules, you have to make a team of six, and it's traditional, Silph Arena, choose six, pick three, or show six, pick three. Great League. Great League and, excuse me, for this format, you have to pick six different weight classes. Those weight classes are as follows. Bantam weight, which is your slot one, considerably your smaller, very light, very light Pokemon, as as listed by their weight
0: on Bulbapedia.
1: Slot two is going to be your featherweight, which is the not lightest but still light. Slot three is your welterweight, so your mid class. Mm -hmm. I mean, I guess if we were to break this into terms of like Mario Kart, your lightweights would be Toad, in Princess Peach. Your middle weights would be Mario and Luigi. Sorry, I've been playing a lot of Mario Kart Six. I mean, Smash
0: has similar like but, it's, but it's like True. was it light, middle, and heavy? Yeah. So,
1: that's kind of what they go for here. Uh, slot four is your middle weight. Mm-hmm. Uh, slot five is your cruiser weight, and then slot six is your heavyweight. Now we're gonna kind of break down. This gets confusing.
0: Yeah. Uh go look at the whitelist so that you're not super confused. It's sylph.gg slash cup slash brawler. Um it it's it looks confusing. It is a bit overwhelming. It is a bit o- it is definitely a bit overwhelming when you're looking at it first. Uh team building in this meta is uh it looks really complicated. It's not quite as bad as I mean it's it's not The number
1: of Pokemon you see on the whitelist can make it overwhelming. Mm -hmm. But if you were to go in and use a resource tool like PvPoke with their team builder or any of the article, friendly articles that people put out, like JRE puts out for Nifty or Thrifty, which bless him for what he did for this month, I can't imagine that was easy having to cover such a wide variety. But if you look at this whitelist and go, Circle everything you have seen in GBL or in a self Cup in the past year or two. That list that you see on your screen gets incredibly smaller. It shrinks. So, I think, did you want to jump into a PvE poke, Team Builder, so we can kick this off?
0: Um, we, yes, I don't have that up, sorry. Let me pull it.
1: Um, for those of you who are participating in self Arena, or would like to find a way to participate, feel free to join our Discord. This Sunday, uh, November 7th at 1 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, we will be holding a four-friendly, unranked, live practice Brawler Cup tournament. What that means is over a period of hopefully an hour or less, we have 15- to 20-minute round timers. You get put against another person after you've built your team of six, You both play against each other. You pick three, they pick three, and you duke it out in the ring. And whoever comes out on top moves on. I mean, you both technically move on because it's a Swiss format. So you'll be placed against other people each round. But long and short of what I'm saying is if you're looking for a way to practice teams, to see what works, to see how sylph works, feel free to jump in our Discord, jump on our Twitter, tag us, add us email us whatever you need to do. Most of the podcast descriptions do come with a link to the discord. And if you have an issue trying to find it, you can always find us on battle at underscore science on Twitter and contact us that way. But if you would like to try out this crazy meta or try out PVP in general, you feel free to welcome to join us this Sunday for the practice. And if you are someone that plays uh, self arena every month, we will also have our monthly long rank tournament later on this month once we decide what day we're going to start on. Because with it, the holidays coming up, people are going to get busy. People are going to have things going on.
0: I think it's middle of next week is, I think, the leader in the that poll.
1: Yes. So let's step into the ring, Stephen. What are we looking at on PvPogue?
0: Uh, do you want, like, the... Top rankings? Yeah. Uh, Diggersby. Digger B, Diggersby XL. It you wins. need to speak up, son. D- Diggersby XL wins. Oh, Diggersby. Diggersby XL wins. That's it. Let's go home. Shutting <laughs> it down. Okay, <laughs> hold on. Transition. All right, guys. We'll uh, we'll catch you later. <laughs> I need to walk the dog. <laughs> I'm kidding. No. Nope. Oh, well, hold on. Sorry. Sorry. Steven did himself. The intro's playing. <laughs> there we go. I- intro's not playing. Wow. That's going to mess up next week's episode, probably. Actually, not. It's not going to mess up next week's episode. Um, Daggers BXL is slot one, and that's just because it's dick. It's a chonker. Um, how many other weird phrases of a thick boy can I call it? Big uh, Chungus. In, in odd ways of phrasing. Um, yeah, if you have a Diggersby, consider using it. Um it's big, it's got great moves, well, pretty reasonable moves. Um it's real thick and uh yeah, it puts in some work. Um of course, we're taking PvP poke, the the rankings are not final. These aren't the 10 commandments carved in stone uh by the PvP gods. This is um based on matchups in the one shield scenario uh, in a lead matchup where both Pokemon start off with the same amount of uh, max max health, no bonuses, no buffs, both shields, all of that stuff, uh, no energy. So take the rankings with a bit of a grain of salt. In practice, they're going to run a little bit different.
1: I think a majority of this cup is going to be taken a little bit different. When you look at these numbers, the top five are going to be Diggersby, Machamp, Shadow. Zwilius, Cash and Dragalji, mm-hmm. all of those perform really well in a lead position mm-hmm. and with nothing hindering them. This cup is so crazy because there are many different ways you can approach it. So don't let the overall ranking and performance overwhelm you when you're team building. Don't think, oh, just because Digger B- Diggersby has a 95.8 score means that consistently it's going to be a ninety five point eight.
0: There's a lot of relevant fighting here that will give Diggersby problems. Yeah. So
1: especially Shadow Machamp. Yes. And with a rocket event TM coming up, we'll probably see quite a bit more Shadow Machamps. Um the benefit Machamp not needing the legacy move particularly yep. from its community to be relevant. So kind of quickly going off of the top 10 here, Diggersby, Machamp, Zwilius, Wizcash, Dragalge, and Vigoroth. Each of those are going in in a different slot. Some of them overlapping. So like Diggersby and um, Vigoroth, both taking the slot three, mm-hmm. Dragalge and Zwilius taking the slot four, Wizcash coming in in slot two, and uh, Machamp coming in at slot five. So, from those top six, if you were to pair any of them, I would say Machamp and Diggersby might make a decent team. But that's, again, just from the top performers. But if we look at something like what JRE has posted and something that we discussed the other day.
0: JRE 47 or JRE Seawolf, uh, depending on where which platform you're looking at, uh, the Nifty or Thrifty for Self Arena Brawler Cup. Um, I was just giving context. Okay. I, didn't mean to I was going to say
1: it, it was kind of going to tie into what we discussed the other day when we were talking about how you should approach building your team mm-hmm. and, you know, you coming at it with, this is incredibly overwhelming with how many options there are. JRE kind of breaks it down and says, choose a core and kind of build that. And I think that's kind of what we went into this cup once we heard the announcement was is. My immediate thought was, "Oh, this is an ABB tournament." For context, ABB are your main pick that you're running. So, in this instance, let's take Vigoroth, since it just performs very well in this cup, given its inclusivity. Pair it with something that supports it really well, and then fill the team with whatever bench pressure you need. Oh, guess. Yes. So the. Standard, from what has been discussed, is Vigoroth and Kofagrigus. Both fairly common in the past events within the last month or so. Hmm. Excuse me. Vigoroth running the counter body slam bread and butter build. Uh, The second move is discretional for what you need for your team. You can run them with Brick Break or you can run him with Bulldoze. I think in this format, I prefer Brick Break just for the damage against other things. Bulldoze does give a little bit more options as far as coverage. But one of the things I noticed in our Brawler Cup practice tournament was I would say seven of the ten players had a bat, And if you're running Vigo, that doesn't do anything. So you're just hoping Body Slams get through. Um... So with Vigoroth running counter, let's say counter, body slam, bulldoze, and then Grigus running Shadow Claw, Shadow Ball, and I believe it's Dark Pulse in this format because Psychic really only benefits you if you're fighting against fighting types or poison, which in this instance, Shadow Ball takes care of this fighting. And I think Dark Pulse does good enough against the poisons. So Psychic's not really a great option unless you're Relying on getting that percentile debuff from Psychic. But the reason why they recommend running Khafragirgus and Vigoroth is Vigoroth's biggest weaknesses are other fighting, ghost types, flying types, and fairy. Which Khafragirgus doesn't really give any cares about those other types because it either won. Incredibly, walls against those types, or two, is super effective against those. But in the same vein, another really popular bulky pick for this format will be uh, Sableye, which in theory, Sableye should beat Cofagrigus, but it actually comes down to, I believe, a below 600 rating matchup between the two of them. So if you can't afford a Sableye, which also is a different slot number than Cofagrigus, so that is something to take in consideration. If you can't afford a Sableye for this format, Cofagrigus is a good alternative. And I think that's what we were looking at for you was, I don't think you said, I think you had said you had enough for a Sableye, maybe now even after the event that we just had.
0: Mm, let me check.
1: But... Kofa Grigus a very strong core. And if we go with just that core, you have two of your main three picks for every fight you go into because they cover each other's backs and nothing really beats them both solidly or safely. And that's kind of what you want to do in these type of formats is have two or three things that you really, really want to use a lot of that cover each other very well. And then just fill your bench with other things that either one – create pressure enough just from them being on that screen that they don't want to use a certain Pokemon or have it as a safe, uh, like, a, in my case, I call it a martyr, but other people call it a safe swap.
0: <laughs> I have a rank 54 Purified Sableye. Okay. It needs to be at level 48. First um, of all, I hate you. What?
1: I can't get one below rank 200.
0: Oh, really? Hmm. I, I mean, mean, to
1: get a, sh- a Purified Sableye right now uh-huh. is you won't have to encounter the Dark Rocket because uh-huh. the sh- the ghost one's no longer available. And
0: then hope to get the second, it's the second one. yeah one. It's the second one on Ho- the line. Well, so. I hope that you get Not a enna and that you get a Sableye and then hope you get the Sableye as the reward. And then hope that you get the Red IVs. Exactly. It's a hope on a prayer. Yeah. So um, this one, when did I get this one? This Which one
1: Niantic, please fix. Sableye may not be the best, but the fact that it has to have return to be relevant. I got this mid-May,
0: so I got this a little while ago. Yeah. Um, let's see. It needs to be at level 48. Uh, should I just purify it now? Just so I know what my cost is. I only have 43 Sable Eye candy so I have nowhere near enough Sable uh, XL Sable Eye XL candy. Okay, 43 XL. I was going to be like, guy. how did I you have only have 43 Sableye? I have Sable? 900, 972 Sable Eye candy. Well, you so got some
1: that you got some rare candy.
0: I have some rare candy. Um which I don't think I have to worry too much about. And then I have a bunch of Sable Eye that I can transfer, but if I'm looking for XL candy, I'll you wait till wait till that event. Wait wait till Shinx's uh community day. Um uh so Vigo, Kofagrigus, and then if you wanted to add Sableye as a third, it's not a bad option. The one thing to note is a Vigo, Kofagrigus core can be countered by Sableye. Um, So Sableye is the core breaker between those two. So depending on if you're wanting to, to start with, your initial thought was this meta was Vigo and friends. You're not entirely wrong. No. But there's a lot more options to it and a bit more nuance to that. Yeah. So if you wanted to run a Vigo Coffigriegus core, because it that's gonna it's gonna be common.
1: On paper, they provide good numbers. I mm-hmm. um, didn't say the right numbers. Yeah. They just are decent. They
0: provide provide good numbers. Um it's a pretty reasonable place to start as far as team building. Um but if you're if you think you're gonna run into a lot of that, running a Sableye is a reasonable Running uh, a response. Sableye
1: on your main team ensures that you have a check for some of the more popular combinations. Mm-hmm. Again, Sableye is one of the big budget picks, though. Can you run it without return? Sure. Will it give you the same numbers? No.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, yep, it is not a inexpensive pick. So, um, There. I mean this runs as a very spicy great league just because of the way you have to team build, yes. but a lot, be- but there's a lot of options available. Some of your marquee <laughs> options are not available. Um, so yeah, things so like, like Queen's
1: not available.
0: Ozumar not available. Um, I don't believe Altaria is available and Altaria nope. would be, ha oh, Loving this. Um, Swampert, available um let me see a
1: lot of your main uh gbl picks are going to be coming out of slot three so you have pidgeot you have galvantula alolan marowak clefable is not one that you would probably hear a lot but clefable is unique in the way that is one of the few pure fairy types other than Slurpuff or Aromatisse in slot three, that also has anti fairy moves on it. Um, help me out here. What are some other slot high priority slot three picks?
0: Uh, you've got Beedrill. You've got um, uh, oh, Beedrill's in slot three. Uh, Primeape. Primeape um, is solid. Muck, but not a lowland muck. Cantonian uh, muck. Cantonian muck. You do have uh Alolan Grimer, uh Alolan Marowak uh Diggersby is here in slot three. Um Obstagoon is in slot three. Uh Frostlass is here.
1: Polytoed, Noctile, Noctowl, Ariados.
0: Um Toxic Toxicroak is a great uh generalist. Yes the Swiss Army knife here. Um Skunk Tank is also here as a pretty reasonable generalist. Um
1: S Scavalier, I think you mentioned that
0: I did not mention Escavalier.
1: Okay. Another one that um, also kind of breaks the core mold, uh, Gligor or Glyscor? Mm -hmm. Because it walls against Vigo, it walls against Diggersby, and it has Night Slash for the ghosts. Mm -hmm. So if you want something that's kind of out there and off, either Gligor or Glyscor. Gligor is, I think, a uh, Tier 2. Pick though, so you can play around with that. Checking really quick. Uh, Gleger, because so I know Gleiscore is three. Is Gleger a four? Would be kind of. Yeah. Wow. Gleger is a Gleger is a middleweight.
0: It's heavier than Gleiscore. Yeah. Yeah. That's weird. <laughs> I, I mean, it's Pokemon. Who knows, man?
1: Yeah. But, yeah, so this is going to be, a, on paper, a little overwhelming when it comes to team building. Um, What was it that I ran? I ran – I'm going to send you the link so you can open it up on stream, the uh, team that I ran for my practice cup. Let me find it really quick here.
0: Uh, Hound Doom for Ultra League, yay or nay? Nay. Okay, not keeping the one that I have here. I'm just looking through stuff because my bo- box is full.
1: It's just so much Machamps and so much things like Empoleon. Mm. It's not worth.
0: I'm waiting. I'm waiting. I'm waiting.
1: I got it right here. I'm copying it. Sending to a boy in the woods. So this is the one that I threw together for my practice team in literally 15 minutes off of just this seems like it would work and it worked. <laughs> <laughs> it also had pretty impressive rankings.
0: Sylveon, Diggersby, Mantine, Cast form, and Machamp in not the correct order.
1: It didn't it won't reorganize them.
0: Oh interesting. Yeah, I can't click and drag. That's unfortunate. Um with a coverage of A, bulk, safety, and consistency of all of B, and a threat score of six fifteen, according to PV Poke. Um a solid. Uh there's your typings, all of your effectivenesses.
1: Oh wait. Uh change Sylveon for Wigglytuff. Oh. I ran Wigglytuff over Sylveon.
0: Wigglytuff, charm, ice beam, play rough? Yep. Save changes. Right team. Uh, ABBB, coverage, bulk, safety, and consistency, respectively. Uh, 615, so I think you dropped two threat score points. So that's not too bad. But Um, I think I
1: went with Wigglytuff over Sylveon, just because Wigglytuff can wall against the ghost and is still only neutral to Vigo. Plus, I just like my rank five shiny wiggly.
0: Mm, I don't blame you.
1: So in my practice cup, I led with Mantine every time. Mm-hmm. And if you scroll down a little bit, you can respectively see why with
0: Mantine. Uh a Steelix. Koffer, Dugong, Dewgong, Sableye, Talonflame, Flame, Frost, Last, Snowy, Castform are all close losses.
1: What's the second to last column one? Huh? On the team there of the six, what's number five? This one? Yeah. Rainy Castform. That and it were my two pair paired the most.
0: Mantine and Rainy Castform?
1: Because they both cover each other, covers weaknesses. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then anything I needed to f- cover for both of them, so if they had an electric type... I ran Diggersby. If they had a grass type, usually Mantine could handle it. But if they didn't, Wigglytuff was also a decent option or uh, Machamp. Mm. Just hit it very hard. For neutral. Um, The only thing I did notice halfway through my tournament, though, Mm -hmm. was... Wigglytuff and Machamp kind of both do the same thing mm. as far as beating dark types in the format. But the trade-off was Wigglytuff could also beat the Dragons and Machamp could beat the Steels. So I need to find that balance between the two of them, which Diggersby kind of does. Mm-hmm. But again, Diggersby's still weak to the fighting. So Diggersby-Mantine was a very big core for me in this cup. Um, because they both they do the same thing with Kofagrigus and uh, Vigoroth. They both complement each other very well. The benefit for Mantine was, is if I led it with Bubble Beam, if I led with it, it had the Bubble Beam pressure to either keep them in on their lead or to swap out to remove the debuff. I would say 80% of my matches were... Uh, uh Golbat lead mm. and with a Golbat lead versus the Mantine it came down to who called the bluff on Golbat's shadow ball or on Mantine's ice beam mm, Okay. because if you led with the debuff move and you fired it as soon as you got it the opponent knew you were going to use I knew they were going to use poison fang and vice versa they would know if I was going to use bubble beam but if we both raced to the charge move, the bigger charge move, at that point it became, who's gonna call whose bluff first? Because if I called Shadow Ball wrong, mm-hmm. it wouldn't kill Mantine, but the next Poison Fang would. Mm, okay. And I didn't. If I didn't shield, I should say. And then if I did shield and it was a Poison Fang, the next Shadow Ball would kill anyways. So that matchup came down to a draw more or less in the right scenarios. The benefit was if I predict wrong on the first attack and it was Shadow Ball, Mantine wouldn't die. But if I waited to see what they fired off first, I could then call, do I use Ice Beam now or do I use Bubble Beam? And how much do they want to keep in that Golbat? Mm. Does that make sense? Uh So for me, I think Mantine was my safe lead. It's also something that, it really only feels uh, Fears, Electric, and Rock, which in this cup is going to be either Galvantula. Uh, I think Crustal is an option in one of the tiers. I want to say w- the fifth slot. Crustle, um, Probopass, Steelix could be an issue if it's got Thunder Fang, but I think most people are going to be running a Dragon Tail. And there's a mm-hmm. few others that Mantine fears, but... For the most part, Mantine's running, by the way, Wing Attack, Ice Beam, Bubble Beam. If it comes across a fighting type in the front, it resists it because of its flying. And Wing Attack is super effective against it if it is a pure fighting type. So like, if I see a Shadow Machamp, I can potentially bait it down with Bubble Beam or even just Ice Beam. I just have to watch out for the rock slide. Electric types, I think, in this are Galvantial, Lantern, uh, Rainy Cast Form with Thunder. You're looking at the rocks.
0: I was looking at what slot Crustle's in. Crustle's Kr- uh, in slot six. So it's a heavyweight. Okay. Yep. Uh
1: Lanting also takes neutral from the Ices too. So things like the Frostlass matchup or the Lapras matchup. I mean, Lapras ideally not so much because it can just bulk through most of what I do. But I might stick with that team for our ranked tournament mm-hmm. because it was, all of those picks for me were my comfort picks. Because I've played with Machamp before, I've played with Mantine before, I've played with Wiggly. I think the only new one was uh, Diggersby.
0: Mm. Yeah, all of these look like pretty, pretty, pretty core players for quite a while. Oh, and amuck. Um,
1: I brought amuck just because fairies exist. Yeah. <laughs> I think that was my answer to fairies. Um
0: yeah, I think like this meta is definitely one that you're you're looking for coverage and then running something you're familiar with and you know your type matchups. Because this is less of a specialized and more of a generalized meta. Um that yeah. having familiarity and running like running your like a team of three within GBL um, run or building a team of six of Pokemon you're familiar with and have run through GBL with are going to be incredibly helpful that you'll you'll know your matchups it'll have run against your your core of your team will have run against numerous other matchups that you'll probably see here in this meta yeah. so
1: so like we can't tell you run Diggersby run Coffergus run you know run these 3 because they do the best because if it's not something you're comfortable with I wouldn't highly suggest it but that's why we have these things like the practice tournaments mm-hmm. um no two opponents are going to be the same in this cup because it's so diversified everybody's going to have something different i mean sure we looked at the we're only a day into the cup and the cup stats that we've seen so far, I think it was Machamp was dominating,
0: wasn't he? Twenty eight percent, most Overall commonly usage. faced species. Uh, most commonly faced species. So Machamp at twenty eight percent, Vigoroth at nineteen percent, Sableye at seventeen, Cofagrigus at twelve, Diggersby at eleven, Lapras at eleven, and then it keeps going down. So.
1: So of those top four, uh, Machamp, Digger uh, Machamp, Vigoroth, Sableye, and Cofagrigus... Two counter users, two ghost types. Mm-hmm. Uh, honestly, the two ghosts are beating the two top performers. Uh, Sableye beating potentially all of them.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's a it's a tight meta, and I think with some of your core performers, like you would see normally. Um, I think like Altaria, your Swampert your Azumarill would be at the top of this list, but thankfully they're banned, and so a lot of that is going to adjust. So,
1: And that um, allows things like Machamp to be relevant. Now, one thing that the Silph Arena site does not show us is Machamp can run either regular or Shadow.
0: It's true. The Shadows are allowed in this meta, and they're not distinguished, distinguished in the cup data. Um, so it's a matter of preference, familiarity, and knowing your your wins and losses.
1: Yeah, because a regular Machamp might be able to survive a couple of attacks from Kofa Grigas where a Shadow can't survive two potentially two Shadow Balls, where I think a, even a regular probably doesn't survive a Shadow Ball. But it's the same like when it comes down to the Vigoroth matchup. I think two Body Slams kills an unshielded Machamp, even though it resists it for Shadow. Whereas a regular might be able to get to three body slams before it dies. So looking at your individual matchups and seeing. So one thing I particularly like to do in the PV poke simulators is I'll put regular and shadow versions of whatever I want to think of running next to each other and seeing overall, which one performs better and then why they're performing better or how they're performing better. So like, I think, the one that I was recently looking at was Obama Snow, for this cup, because Obama Snow is allowed, and it is a spammy boy, with powdered snow weather ball. Shadow performs four percent better than regular, so if you don't have the shadow, you can still run regular and it can still work. Just you need to know how much can a shadow or a regular survive against something. Like I think fire weather ball from anything just one shots a bomb of snow hmm. shadow or not, so with canto nine tails with roserade with uh what's the other one that has fire Weather Ball? nine tails roserade uh cast form sunny cast form those three if you are gonna run a bomb of snow, you do have to be cautious of, and that was one of the ones that we had talked about earlier this week was. Cast form is a slot, what is it, Bantamweight? bantamweight?
0: The first slot. Lightest. The first
1: slot. All versions of cast form are within the first slot. I would highly recommend considering a cast form for this format, only as a filler, because I, I want to say it was slot two is probably the best spot for a ground type between either WizCash, your Mudboy slot essentially, either Wizcash or Stunfisk, uh, Unovan Stunfisk. They both play different roles, but they both are also the key ground types in this format where you can also then come back and go, okay, well, if I run slot two as the ground type slot, what am I putting in slot one? Well, slot one can be a cast form and it can be whatever flavor you want, (laughs) flavor by type. Because it's a very versatile slot. You have the cast forms, you have Trash Wormadam, you have some charm users, and I think there was something else in slot one that was unique. Oh, uh, Greedent. <laughs> <'Cause>...
0: Yeah, <laughs> somehow is a bantam weight. I, th- I imagine it's just really small. Yeah, like incredibly small. But Actually, Greedent
1: is one of those, like Toxicroak, that's just kind of a Swiss Army knife of the format.
0: pounds, or 6 kilograms. It is 2 feet tall.
1: Yeah, so it's just small. I thought it was bigger. It's all fur. Yeah. (laughs) It's all fluff. (laughs) My gosh. It is smaller than you think. This thing is so obnoxious in Unite. I imagine so. They recently added Greedent to Pokemon Unite. Uh If you don't deny its soft healing ability, it gets crazy. You could say it goes nuts.
0: Uh, there's a pun there I'm gonna leave it alone
1: Uh, it's gonna be an interesting cup it's gonna be a little overwhelming trying to team build don't burn out on it practice it is the best way you can learn if you don't have people that you can practice with come join us you can beat up on me and Steven for a while
0: I'm down for it it'll happen don't worry (laughs)
1: Anything else for the brawler cup? I hope that everyone gets the chance to try it. I know a lot of people don't like whitelist formats. They feel like it's incredibly limiting and, you know, they show all these options, but the stats are showing us already. Only really certain top eight, 10 things are going to perform. So don't be overwhelmed by what is performing. There's a few ways you can approach this. You can go for comfort. You can go for performance, or you can go for spice, but just know that no two opponent. You're never going to be able to just steamroll, unless you're really good at PvP and you're just natural.
0: It's complicated. It's. I need to. I need to work on my team. I. I think. I have some experience with Vigoroth, but I have no experience with Kafegrigus. So unless I wanted to run Vigoroth, Kafegrigus, and something else within like Open Great League to try it out, which isn't available currently because I think it's Ultra League right now. Yeah. In GBL, um, I have no way to practice outside of lining up other people. Matchups. Yeah, lining up other points, which I won't have the time. I mean, time you could do, do, do against
1: the train, the NBCs.
0: Yeah, I guess That's not as general practice is as useful no. um it's not the optimal way um actually i guess pv poke does have you can sim battle within pv poke that's still a feature right yep okay so you can't still build teams and then run up against bots basically um
1: if you do use pv poke again disclaimer take it with a grain of salt because ideally these are all it. yeah you
0: put put the put the stats into practice and get a better sense of how it plays when a battle is actually going on.
1: Right. Especially with your shadows and stuff.
0: There's only so many numbers that the servers can crunch to give us these numbers as fast as they right. do. Right,
1: so. that also doesn't accumulate people stalling, running switch timers down, uh, fast move denying, all that fun Running jargon. whatever, yeah.
0: Um, yeah, I might have to reconsider and just run full comfort because like, I do have some experience with Vigo probably not as much as I'd like. I have no experience running Coffee Grigas, so. Tickle in the back of my throat. Um, Yeah. Oh, cool. I just earned my movement for the day. (laughs) Complete. Well done. Uh, You ready to move on? Yep. To the thing. I'm going to hit the split button, and I don't have a bumper for it. But the community question from last episode... What previous Community Day Pokemon would you choose to get as Remixed Community Day and why? AKA, by remix, we mean the same species, but a different featured move slash bonus. Uh, up on Twitter, we had a couple of responses. Um, so we'll break through those here first. Um, PvP Steve at PvP Steve1. Who took PvP Steve without the one? Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh dratini we would presumably get the fabled superpower Dragonite that was voted down last year um
1: responded with a very well animated gif
0: it's a, a fantastic gift from the pokemon generations uh animated series that is all up on youtube so go watch that it's fantastic um it's an official animated thing it's not a fan bit, fan um thing anyway um at rose underscore diamond 10 uh responds to that with came here to say this so seconding the dratini community day uh, or community remix, remixed community day. Uh, Spicy Gecko at Spicy Gecko one um, responds with incinerate infernate, but literally anything to help him stand apart from Blazekin. Um, it's too bad. Incinerate would not help it either. I don't believe
1: it would make it better, but it just needs counter
0: just makes it different. Yeah, I mean, eh, as a fighter without I mean, counter. They, it...
1: they say make it stand different from Blaziken, and it's like Blaziken kind of stands separate already.
0: Yeah, Blaziken's weird enough and isn't incredibly relevant. I feel like it gets less relevant every month. <laughs> like, it just kind of goes away. At some point, it'll, like, disappear, and someone will be like... Hey, it'd be like your uh, high school reunion, and somebody would be like, "Did you guys, have you guys heard from Blaziken in a while? Oh, oh my, my god, man. he's is he still alive? Like, what is he doing? Last I heard, he was working at the gas station down the road. Jeez, <laughs> like,
1: no, I, I feel for him though. For Infernape, <laughs> it it's always been the butt end of a joke because it's a speed based Pokemon,
0: and speed stats are calculated into the stats, but aren't relevant with their cheeks and go, yeah uh right that is our Twitter responses let's go over to the battle science discord which is available to anyone uh anyone can come over to the battle science discord no additional charge find the link down in the descriptions uh and hop in say hello uh lurk be active we don't care uh, as long as you keep it family friendly um we are okay family friendly and on topic for each channel Community question, I responded with Squirtle Community, uh, Squirtle Community Day with Blastoise getting bubble, which I don't, th- does it get bubble? Did we say that it didn't get bubble? I don't remember. Did I goof it? Or no, you say Squirtle Blastoise with bubble. Yep. Not me. Um, let's see. Uh Winston the Champ also wants a Squirtle rerun with a good fast move. Uh Swinub to evolve with a better secondary charge move. Uh Ancient Power sucks and Bulldoze is a subpar ground move. Maybe Earthquake or Earth Power. Uh Iju responds with Earth Power on Swinub would be nasty. Uh Slackoth. Winston the Champ also responds with Slackoth with a fast move that actually does something. Uh yeah, Slackoth or Slacking with a yawn is so, the slacking I mean,
1: with Yawn is true to its ability, which is Truant, uh-huh. which is a lo- it allows it... In the main series games, you attack every other turn.
0: Yeah. You're, it's, it only is able to use a move every other turn.
1: Which, beca- it's due to the fact that it has a, an astounding 600 base attack.
0: It's a beast. So, I mean... <sighs> Literally, if you gave it anything like tackle, it would probably then become pretty What's reasonable uh, Give anyway. it struggle. <laughs> give it struggle? Is that a fast move? Yeah. Is it bad? Yeah. It's okay. one and one. Oh, interesting. For one turn? Interesting. Something is giving me static in my headphones. Um, interference. Uh gimme that Master League tank. Weird one, but I love Turtwig Line and it does not learn Vine Whip, but it can learn bullet cedar, mud slap. Could be an interesting wrinkle for Torterra. Sand Tomb, Stone Edge could be made into a better option like Earth Power or Superpower. Um Yes. Uh definitely. Yeah, it just um, feels
1: like the Sinnoh Starters kinda got pooped on.
0: Yeah. I mean Napoleon's probably the best in that option, but it's one of those things that it's the neutral to fire. Because of the water still. yeah, it's it's unique. And it's typing. like that doesn't help it a whole lot. Uh, plus they the fact a drill that, pack. I mean, plus the fact that metal moves or steel moves are not good anyway. So yeah. uh, metal claw doesn't help it at all. Um, it's not really able to um, perform in that unique type role with without a viable steel type move. Yeah. Uh, do, 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 do. Uh, you responded to a bunch of stuff. Uh, Look into see. Uh, I asked what could Typhlosion get that would make it a bit more relevant. It, it needs something snappy in a second charge move slot, I think, uh, and without its uh, move set in front of me, something like a Weather Ball or a Shadow Ball or something because Incinerate gives it some play. Uh, Jamar responds with Power-Up Punch. Uh, Solar Beam is its best coverage move against Waters. Incinerate makes it playable in Ultra, giving it Body Slam. Uh, Winston the Champ responds with Typhlosion can learn Aerial Ace, or Thunder Punch, or Wild Charge, or Rock Slide. Uh, Thunder punch or Aerial Ace would be interesting, is what I respond with. Uh, and Jamar uh, agrees that Thunder Punch would be cool. Uh, That is
1: I've been playing with a incinerate typhlosion and ultra premier cup. Uh Getting a solar beam off on Napoleon is so satisfying.
0: (laughs) How long does it take? Like I like incinerate is a definitely a cool move. I mean
1: in that matchup you want to use incinerate because
0: it's more effective to use that twice. Right. But like incinerates duration is like the longest thing. Like it feels it feels so risky.
1: Depends on the matchup and you gotta hope that they don't have a fast charge move like a Snorlax with Body Slam.
0: Yeah, it mm, makes me real nervous to run it. Like it it's rough in rocket battles running Incinerate. So yeah. Um I'm gonna be honest, like normal, I don't have another community question. Um let's see. We have
1: We have the Festival of Lights coming up, we have the Rocket Team event coming up, uh-huh. we have Brawler Cup coming up. We also have factions coming up.
0: Yes. Uh, I'm trying to think of what kind of community question we can ask.
1: Do you want to ask something relevant to the Diamond and Pearl remake?
0: Yes. That is a good way to go. Hmm, I feel like the starter question is rather, um, I don't know, overdone
1: but it'll get replies
0: yeah <laughs> <laughs> hopefully I, I guess um i don't know the what version are you playing is also overdone my foot's asleep my foot is so asleep right now ah that tingles um i literally can't think of anything
1: least favorite starter and why of Nah, we could just just broad.
0: I mean, we could get some spicy answers. Not against it. All right, sure. With a new. What's the Thanksgiving Pokemon dinner look like? No. (laughs) No. (laughs) Who's the uncle Pokemon? (laughs) No. Who's the. No. (laughs) It's Mr. Mime. No. No. What the one that is like comes in with like spicy takes and you just want them to shut up at Thanksgiving yes! dinner? It's Mr. Mime.
1: Okay, let's make that the question. Who's the Thanksgiving you, for your? Oh. Who's the
0: relative equivalent Pokemon? No, because <laughs> it's Mr. Mime. It answers itself. Ash's supposed dad is the one that makes uh, Thanksgiving din- dinner so gosh, diddly darned uncomfortable. We're not doing that right now. Um, I think your least favorite starter is probably a. Uh, I don't know an interesting enough question your least favorite starter and why and that could be that's the entire line so like um, uh, I unreasonably hate the Charmander line really Uh, like not okay let me rephrase that my one of my personal philosophies is that I don't hate people hate means that I actively am spending energy towards like disliking something and that is exhausting and it's there's no need for it um there are two people that i act three people that i actively hate i will go into none of the reasons uh or who they are and why i hate them because that's a topic for another show um so i don't it's a topic for sad. that's a topic for sad. um i don't hate charizard uh i very much dislike it and i broke my rubber band um, are we going sadness. to
1: include generations that are not in pogo yet Sure,
0: dude. Just okay. give it all.
1: Pre-Marina is the... on the table for me.
0: Really? Yes. Why?
1: I don't like it.
0: And it just doesn't, it's not as good as Azumarill? Just... It won't be as good as Azumarill. I don't I don't like as... it
1: because of how often I faced it in competitive.
0: Oh, interesting. I mean, Pre-Marina, it's going to get Hydro Cannon, so. Will it be a better Azumarill? I mean, it's an Ultra League, Master League Azu. <sighs> At least it's going to be more. If you're at level forty, the community today, you're getting XL candy for it. So,
1: yeah. but yeah. there's there's my answer to your question. I. It's a cool concept how it was presented. I'm mm-hmm. not a fan.
0: Ah. Uh. Yeah. I think. Hmm, let's see. Trying to think back through. No, Fralligator's pretty sick. It's just I wish it I wish it was, it was better. better. I yeah. wish it were better. is a pretty sick concept. Um I'm trying to think of like my least favorite. I don't No, Uh I'm like comparing them all against like Charizard. Um Uh let's see, Gen three For me
1: a close second would probably be Infernape. I'm sorry, but eh. uh, never a fan of Wukong.
0: Gen 3 is uh, Swampert. Sceptile,
1: Swampert, and Blaziken.
0: Nope. Don't hate any of those. Or don't dislike any of those. Um,
1: Gen 4 was Torterra, Infernape, and Empoleon. Don't
0: hate any of those. Gen 5 is... Embor,
1: Superior, and Samurott.
0: Nope. Uh, Alola was Incineroar. Gen 6 is Kalos. Oh. um so you're looking at greninja um
1: Frax, Frax not Braxian yes and uh, uh chestnut
0: yeah or uh yeah um all of which were sick it's just i'd never played that generation i never played x and y i'd and, love to i'd love to see you an x and y remake. and then Alola
1: was Decidueye, on per marina Cinaror.
0: Which one did I go with? I went with uh Decidui. In the brief the brief <laughs> gameplay <laughs> I played of it. Roll is awesome. Relin Ra- is dope. Uh, uh, and then uh, Galar was <laughs> uh Scorbunny. Uh third form, I don't remember. Um double oh seven. <laughs> the sniper. Um Antillion untilion and then um boom yeah Rillaboom. boom what was the you can never unsee Rillaboom Grookey. playing the
1: dk rap song um <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh yeah i think i have to go with charizard um like i it's 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 like the, the it's not a hate it's a most disliked um and i don't Maybe because it like ranks so high as its popularity, that I'm like,
1: eh. just anti-meta,
0: I guess. Um, plus the fact that it's like as a fire flying within Pokemon Go, like it's not good. Um, like, I mean, it's it's good, it's been relevant, but it's like, God, this in performance, I'm like, this is gross. This is like,
1: why do you That's like this a... thing? Yeah.
0: yeah, it's like it's uh, it's okay, it's only okay. So yeah, I'm gonna have to go to Charizard. Um don't at me. Or do actually, because uh, it's gonna go up on Twitter. Um so let <laughs> us know what your least favorite starter Pokemon is, and we roughly outlined all of them. Um and why. Explain why, cause those stories I'm sure are going those to be. Those stories are
1: what make us laugh and make it a more interesting. Show. Make us
0: giggle. Give us the gigglies. Um, yeah, for
1: me, pre marina, just burn.
0: <laughs> uh you have a legitimate bias against it. I don't have a legitimate bias against Charizard. It's like not the People little like,
1: seal mermaid Pokemon that can burn.
0: Uh, all right, I think that's it. That's the end of the, another Battle Science podcast, a Pokemon Go PvP podcast where we talk about Pokemon Go PvP PvP. Pokemon, where can they find perhaps. us? Uh, at Battle underscore Science on Twitter. Um, you can email us at battlescience.podcast at gmail dot com. Uh you can find us on podcast services around the globe, twitch.tv slash science where we live stream our episodes before they go up on podcast services. Uh if you want to financially support us, you can go to Patreon.com slash science and back us at a dollar <laughs> tier or more um to get access to the Battle Science After Dark podcast, um, as well as the Battle Science Podcast a few days before uh it goes up to everyone else um along with uh pre-show post-show uh audio video stuff uh if and when we do that i do it every once in a while um i don't think i have it in me to do a post show tonight um but here in the next few weeks i should probably do another post show um I feel like I'm missing something, but I don't think I'm missing something. Uh, YouTube. Go over to YouTube.com and search up Battle Science. We still need a handful more subscribers to reach the... Vanity URL. ...for YouTube.com slash Battle Science. We're making progress, but it is slow progress as usual. So um, 56 subscribers, which I believe we had two weeks ago. Um, If we go here, your channel... Um, 56 subscribers so um, if you want to go support us in a way that is not uh, throwing money at us indirectly uh, you can go over to youtube.com search up battle science and subscribe you can turn the notification bell off that is fine you don't have to get the notifications but if you subscribe you at least help us get the youtube.com slash battle science so it's nice and pretty and easy to refer people to uh, and you can hop over onto the Discord. Uh, link should be in the description. Um, if it is broken, let us know. Um, I can update it. Um, uh, but you can go join our Discord where you can talk PvP. You can talk other stuff. have been talking about uh, hockey and uh, NaNoWriMo, National, National Novel Writing Month um, in our off-topic. Um, channel, or whatever off-topic off stuff you want to talk uh, about. Um, we also and stuff. have
1: uh, the Brilliant Diamond Shining Pearl releases coming out, so I'm sure people will be buzzing on that.
0: Yes. Um, I don't know what the trade situation, I know. Like they haven't said anything. Can, you can battle other people, or no? They haven't said. Hmm.
1: But then again, I'm not planning to the, get it, so I haven't looked into yeah, it. Yeah,
0: the, the competitive meta is going to stay within Sword and Shield. Um... But they haven't made mention. You can at least run around the underground area with other people, um, which was a cool feature in Diamond and Pearl originally. So um, that's continuing on in in the remakes here. So um, if you want to catch up with some other players of the brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl, I believe, or is it the other way around? Um, You can hop into our Discord. I'm sure we're going to have a couple of people playing it, too. So. Uh, Thank you, everybody, for listening to the podcast. We'll catch you in two weeks for another episode of the Battle Science podcast. Um, That is it. We will see you out there on the battlefield.
1: Bye.